When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sort of the stories since I left to when I've come back, there's been three stories. There's the Ronald Volkman, Dickie Shoulder, um, and who is at fault and who's to blame because we always need to blame someone. Um, there's the Sean Johnson, Sean Johnson, Sean Johnson, Sean Johnson in a moon boot. Sean Johnson in a moon boot. Our fears have been laid. He should be good to go for week one. So that sort of story sort of gone. Uh, but now this news that Braden Hamlin Ueli uh, has been supposedly offered a three-year deal for two point two mil, so seven hundred and thirty-three thousand a year. Adam Fenua Blake was a million-dollar player, I think. I think, yes. Sammy's nodding. Is he a good replacement for Adam Fenua Blake? I'd go as far as to say, no. But who is? Because I don't think many props. Uh, you could probably take out yeah, Adam Fleur Blake's in the top three props in the competition. Sam, I'm I'm, I'm now reaching into your um, ge- uh, into your area of expertise. Let's talk about Adam Fleur Blake first. Top three prop in the comp, hundred percent. If not, if not the probably that you know you debate that in terms of stats and um, you know who plays in what team etc. But you'd have to say him, Payne Haas, and maybe Joey Tarpany or James Fisher Harris. Those are sort of your your top props in the game. How many years has he played at the Warriors? Uh, Adam's been there for four years, right? I think. So 20, last year was amazing. Pre-COVID, last year was amazing. What was he like the year before? So the problem with that, I think the problem we had, or the problem that Adam sort of had, was certainly defensively he um, he would miss his assignment. Uh, he's been since 2021, so this will be his 21, 22, 23. This will be his fourth year. Um, it's like defensively, he used to get quite lazy in the middle. So he used to fall away, you know, from tackles. He used to not, he used to throw the arms out and not be totally involved. That changed a lot in 2023. Um, he played longer minutes, so he lasted longer throughout the game. He used to only play like maybe that 50 minute. Now he used to play 60, sometimes 70. I don't know if he played 80 minutes, but he was getting up there in terms of what he could put out. And I, know, I guess he just looked hungrier. So he just, he, um, you know, his runs seemed a bit stronger. Um, defensively, he was up in the line quickly. Just attitude wise, it just seemed like he changed a little bit so um, that, those are all the things that I think turned him from a decent prop into one of the best props in the game Samples. and he's got, fo- he's got the footwork now it's, you know, well he's always had the footwork but yeah that little that little shimmy at the line that he does yeah so my, my, my concerns observations uh, reservations we've got a sample set of one year of a good, good really good year for him can he do it two years in a row given the fact he wanted to leave well, he was still he was still um, a fantastic like twenty twenty two. He was still amazing. He'd still be considered as one of the game's like good slash best props. But it was just last year it went to a whole other level when he okay. you know he sort of exploded. So you know, not I'm not saying he was bad and then he turned good. Um, so yeah, hundred percent he can replicate it again. It's just an attitude thing, right? Like, and you got to you got to wonder what Adam's going to offer because he obviously wanted an immediate release. Well, I think I think he wanted an immediate he did. release. Um, 
so you got to ask, you know, how much does he want to be there? How much is he going to put into it and all that sort of stuff? Because when players are playing for contracts, you see, even if they've got one year left on the deal, if they if they if they know they've got to try and increase their stock somewhere else, they'll pour everything into it because they want to, you know, get that next big deal. When you've already signed somewhere and you know you're going to leave, do, do you have the the drive to go 100%? And to your point yesterday, you mentioned about. Um, you know, when when Ireland, when um, Johnny Sexton or whoever it was made the comments or Peter Omani and it like gives you just that extra little 2% during a game. I wonder if it's sort of a similar thing with that. Like, like it may not be, he's obviously going to play hard and he's going to be good, but it maybe it's just that little half percent or that 1% of knowing that you're not going to be there the next year or maybe mm. knowing that you're moving away that can just influence you just very, very slightly. Only I'm only speculating that. I know Adam Fennell Blake's a professional. I love him as a player, so I'm only sort of speculating that but um, there's no reason why he can't do it again in 2024 I'll put it that way mm. it's almost impossible to recruit like for like isn't it the Fenua Blake of 23 you can't find someone as good as that no and so that's what everyone was holding out for is like okay if we're going to get rid of Adam Fenua Blake we've got to replace him with someone who we uh, who's exactly the same as him which is almost impossible and I mean, I even looked at the off-contract players at the end of this year, and there's basically no one. I mean, it's very, very hard to pick up someone like that just sort of off the books, unless, you know, they, they really want to get out of their club or maybe they want to come home to New Zealand, like a James Fisher-Harris or whoever it might be. Um, so just segueing into the um, the Braden sort of signing, you can go a couple of ways. You can see it as like, okay, we free up $1.1 million in cap space. Do we go after a 300000 a four hundred or two three hundreds and a $400,000 player? Do we go after a 700000 and a 400000 Do we just try and throw it all on one player? Um, and I think Warriors fans were sort of hoping that we would just get someone big. If we're losing Adam, we get someone big. I'll, I'll, two two things that I'll that I'll raise. The first one is Braden Hamuelli is a good player. Um, he's not the best prop in the game. He's 29 years old, a three year deal. The 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 thing people want to see is Andrew Webster turn him into something amazing, which could happen, mm. right? He he didn't quite reach his potential at the Sharks. Maybe Andrew Webster can get that out of him. He will turn into one of the game's best props. Certainly has a lot of potential. So that's one thing he could turn into an amazing player at 700,000. The other thing that I'll bring up is. People need to remember that what the Warriors are trying to do is they are trying to do what Penrith did for five or six years before they started winning premierships, and that is build from the ground up. It's build the junior programs, build the under-16s, the under-18s, the under-20s, so that in five years' time, you've got homegrown talent that is consistent, that you probably aren't paying overs for because you've brought them up from the bottom, and they're now turning into a team that can win a premiership. So we've got to bear in mind that there's guys that we have in reserve grade, and there's young Zion Mau'u, um, and, you know, like I guess you can throw someone like Tom Ali in there as well. We've got props actually that we are developing. And you'd think that those are going to be the Adam Fanua Blakes in three or four years' time. Yeah. So we can't get trapped so in the cycle. So we need someone for three or four years. Yeah. That's we, what you, you're saying. We can't get trapped in the cycle of thinking the Warriors need to go out and buy the best players. We need to develop the best players. That's always been the Warriors thing, go out and buy people. We need to develop the best players. And if you believe in that model, if you believe that the Warriors in three or four or five years' time can develop a really good junior system that turns into a great team, you shouldn't really worry about the signing of a Braden Hamley or the signing of – because it's not going to matter if, mm. you're growing, if you're building from the ground up. So for me, a uh, little bit pricey. You know, it's $730,000 a year, but you've got to remember the salary cap will go up. Players are getting paid more anyway. You know, like $1.5 million for a marquee player will probably be the new norm in a couple of years, and middle-range players will get sort of that eight nine. 
100,000 a million. So you've got to think that the prices are changing, the salary cap is going to go up, so maybe 730 isn't so bad. Um, but he's a good player, he could reach some good potential under Webster, and he's a decent replacement for Adam Fenor Blake whilst we develop some of those younger guys under him. But I've said this, Steph, for a long time, well, you know, for a long time since, since last year, that the Warriors wanted to build on like a five to ten year plan. They saw a window last year where everything clicked. Suddenly Sean Johnson plays well and Toru plays well and Eden plays well. Everyone sort of with chance plays well. And they've got this window of two years, so that was last year and now this year, uh, where they know they can go for a premiership sort of a little window of going for a premiership. So they recruit, they bring in Roger, um, they re-sign Toru for another two years. Sean's got a, one more deal left a year left on his deal. They're pushing for it this year. You've got to be prepared, Warriors fans, that next year, 2025, we may go backwards. We may be out of the eight. We're back into like, not total rebuild mode, but we're into that development mode that they were wanting to sort of start last year. But because we got this window, we thought, why not go for it? Throw the kitchen sink. And Cam George said as much on the chat we had with him. Mm. You know, when we had him for like an hour, he basically said, we saw the window and we're going for it. And we've used up all the salary cap and we're pushing for it. But in a year's time, two years time, Warriors fans probably need to be prepared that we probably, and I'm saying probably, not guaranteed, take a couple of steps back to then build up the junior talent and maybe we're a Penrith in five to six years' time. Mm, nice. So. Yeah, that's that's how I see it. It's uh, I didn't I didn't see it and go, oh my gosh, it's the worst signing we could ever make. Um, it's good. okay. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah, he's a good. He's decent, and I, I'm excited to see those young guys come up as well. Mm. All right. Um, your thoughts, people. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. Let's go to the phones. The life members first cab off the rank today. G'day, Zaid. Uh, good afternoon, staff. Um, wrong bookman. It's hard to really blame on anyone because. Obviously, he came to the Warriors and said, "I want to leave the Warriors." And then, obviously, he went to the um, went to the who was it? The Dragons and got a degree. So, who is it really to blame? I guess he's he's got a sore shoulder, so it's hard to really blame it on him. I mean, he can be a little bit, but then he also requested the Warriors. Warriors said, "Well, we'll send you out because we don't really need you because we've also got." You know, that Chanel Harris, Davida, Metcalf, and Johnson. So they've kind of got quite a few halves, um, you know, for the season. And um, they've also got um, Tamari Marlin. So they brought in four. Well, we don't need Ron Volkman, and he's asked, asked to leave. So it's kind of a rock and a hard place. He's sent the Warriors, we don't want you. And then obviously a bit of, um, you know, obviously a bit of bad luck, and he leaves the Warriors, and then he goes and gets an injury. So the Warriors have obviously said that we'll pay you for your surgery. I mean, the Warriors didn't have to do that. Sometimes the Warriors have done that. Um, for Zayda, I'll, ju- I'll just put you on pause here because um, you're making good points, but we can't quite understand you um, with a dicky old phone line. So what we'll do, we'll, we'll give it a whirl. We'll, we'll, we'll take a break. We'll take a break now. Got some text messages to get through. We'll, we'll see if we can get Zayda on, on a more healthier phone line. And if you want to join in, 0800 150 Roll call, Manchester United, Liverpool, Man City, Everton, Burnley. We've got you covered. Get the EPL in your ear canal on SENZ. Through both the good times and the bad, we're all in this together. 